Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said, in every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have a returning guest to our show. It's Nashville singer-songwriter Jennifer Hart. She's releasing her debut EP, 1992, on September 30th. Jennifer had a hand in writing every song on the project, and the project features five brand new songs, along with a reimagined version and original cut of her viral hit, Half the Man. And we're excited to have her back, so welcome to the show. Welcome. Welcome back. So on returning guests, I usually Mm -hmm. like to start out the same way. What's happened since you've been on the show? Oh, gosh, a lot has happened. So I think last time I had just signed a record deal for Half the Man, and then I released a new single, Can't Have Mine. So since then, I've been writing for this EP, and it's been a lot of fun writing these songs and recording them and now finally getting to show them to the world. I, I cannot believe it's just like a few days away. Oh, that is awesome. That is, tell us a little bit about it. Yes, tell us about the project, some of the songs on there. Yeah, so this EP is called 1992, which is the year I was born, and we're actually strategically releasing it. I really wanted the song 1992 out before my 30th birthday in October. So we're releasing the full EP and the 1992 music video two days before I turn 30. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, But I'm so excited. I feel like... This EP is very me. It's uh, a mix of, I just, I grew up on 90s country. So it's a mix of 90s country mixed with some, like I love contemporary country and some pop. I feel like there's elements of all of it in there. You'll definitely hear the 90s country elements in there. And uh, it's very nostalgic, which I didn't even do on purpose. I'm just such a family person. I I loved, uh, my sister and I always say like, we just had, the best childhood and family growing up. Um, so it kind of just reflects my life and like the things in the nineties and early two thousands that uh, I grew up with. And it's just really fun. I think it'll take people on a journey full of different emotions. You know, the nineties country is the best. Uh, yes. I grew up on nineties country. <laughs> Love it. And you know, it's funny. Um, I remember just this a few weeks ago, uh, I think Spotify released their, um, de- I don't know what it was called, but it was what streamed the most, which decade? Oh, and okay. it happened to be the nineties. I believe it. That's easy to believe. Like <laughs> so yeah, you know, uh, lots of. But of course, songs, you know we're biased because artists. that was our era. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, last few years have been rough for a lot of people. Um, it looks like we're on the other side of this yes, whole thing. Thank yes, God. Hopefully. But. In the meantime, how did it affect what you do through this last few years? And what have you done to kind of maneuver through it? Yeah, there has been a lot that I'm grateful that things have happened the way they've happened. But it's also been very interesting, very hard. So um, what I've heard, you know, when you sign a record deal, a lot of the times those people will like record right away or they'll go on tour right away. And that didn't happen for me, which I think was a good thing. I think I had a lot of time to write songs and really develop my sound and develop my project and become really close with my team and my management and all that. So I think it ended up being really good, but it's been hard with it just being so different. And also asking your team or or people for advice, you know, it's kind of like they help you through it, but they're also like, Hey, we're going 
through this with you. Like this is our first time experiencing anything like this. So it was a challenge for all of us. And I mean, I'm so glad we're like mostly out of it now, but um, even emotionally, it was really hard. Just um, I think everyone kind of went through that um, mentally and emotionally. Like that was hard to not have things sooner, faster. And I love meeting and talking to people in person. So a lot of the things over Zoom was really hard for me too. So, um, but I, I mean, I'm just so excited for this project. I'm so excited to have a release party and get to see people in person. And it's, you know, just <laughs> it's like- amazing the stuff that you kind of take for granted all of a sudden got it taken is. away. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now you got a new leaf on life. Yes, yes. absolutely. <laughs> and so, you know, I think it's may have done a good thing for the country, not the deaths, of course, but to kind of put, things in perspective, you know, you, cause you know, the industry with music is so tough and acting and all that is tough. It is. One of the, and I think what all this did was put in perspective to some of the talent out there. Is it, is this really what they want to do with their life? Cause, cause yeah. I've seen a lot of people talking about, well, we're leaving Nashville um, going and they're going back to school and all that, which shows me that, that wasn't what they were supposed to do. You know, that that was just a temporary part of their life, but it really put things in perspective. Okay. Do I really want to do this? Absolutely. Oh yeah. I mean, I've challenged that every day. I've thought about quitting every day, (laughs) but I think if you don't think about quitting in this industry, are you even in this industry? Um, I'm not not going to obviously. I I know the feeling. Yeah. It's just, it's what I absolutely love to do. But absolutely challenge and speaking of tough Mm -hmm. let's talk about that a little bit as you know a lot of people they see the glory in what you do and what the big artists do and all that but they don't see the grind the sacrifice the tears the struggles so tell us a little bit about that side of it how has how does that affect you mentally and how have you gotten through those low moments to have the high moments yeah oh gosh i get through those low moments with my very supportive and loving family and friends counseling. I'm in counseling at least once, maybe twice a week sometimes. And it's, I don't know how people do it without it. I just, I love it. It's very helpful, especially in this industry. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, not even just COVID, but just this industry in general, yeah. life in general, like nowadays we have social media, we have so much to compare ourselves to, which is, so like, it's just the thief of all joy and it, it, it's, that is hard. It's really been the trolls. Exactly. It's yes. really easy to say, don't compare yourself to other people's careers or to other people's Instagram pages and highlight reels, but it's really hard to just be like, Oh, not a big deal. You know, we all kind of get sucked um, into that. So <clears throat> really hard mentally. You really have to try to just be like, all right, this is God's plan for my life. This is, my avenue, my lane, and I'm just so happy for other people. But it really is even hard to compare myself to myself, to what I did two years ago or to, you know, to what I want to be doing. Um, so that's hard too, just focusing so much on like streams and how many views am I getting on this video? And, and then I have to take a step back and be like, it's, it's not about that. I hope that this video reaches one person. I hope this song reaches one person. Like, I have to remember that it's about the music and the journey and not about like the numbers. So it it's a constant, it's a, it's a battle every day. And I, I get what you're saying. Cause there are times where I will 
compare our show to shows that launched about the same time as we did in J in 2020. And I'm like, well, God, they got triple the numbers we got. What are we doing wrong? And, <laughs> and, and, you know, so, so I, I totally get what, what you're saying because it, it's, it's a tough, it doesn't matter what part of the entertainment industry, whether you're an artist, whether you're an actor, actress, whether you're a host like us, whether you're a PR company, um, a label, no matter what area you are, you yep. go through the same emotions. It's so it's such a tough industry. So because it's such a tough industry, tell us about the sacrifices you've had to make. Lots of sacrifices. Um, for me, one just kind of random thing is like my full-time job is music. And it is a huge sacrifice because you're not necessarily getting paid what you know you can get paid with the success that you have the potential of having. So right now it's like, I'm living day to day, you know, hoping that I'm going to get these streams here and go to, and do these shows here one day. And it's just like, I'm sacrificing um, just a lot of like budgeting and, and, you know, just silly things that I think a lot of people go through, but um, it's a sacrifice because I'm, I just, I'm such a dreamer. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I'm going to eat out once this week. And I'm, you know, yeah. it's just, I don't know. There's, and then there's lots of, um, just no one sees the behind the scenes of writing songs and how many songs I'm writing. And I think it's so funny. Like people, a lot of people back home are like, oh, wow, these next few songs you're releasing or that you just released are really great. Like, and they think those are the only songs I've written. I'm like, oh, <laughs> how many songs on average do you write to actually get one that you feel comfortable pushing out? Oh, gosh, you know, I haven't actually done the math myself. <laughs> statistics are one in every hundred songs you write is the number one hit, which I don't even believe because I'm like, people write thousands of songs. So <laughs> yeah. that, like, means, that means you've got what, um, about a bunch of hits coming. I, I sure hope so. That's <laughs> hundreds, hundreds of songs. So <laughs> maybe once you get your first number one hit, maybe that's a realistic st statistic. Right. Yeah. I know people have written thousands of songs and don't have a number one yet. <laughs> yeah. And and that's what's great about the industry, though, is a lot, you know, I think sometimes, you know, you have parents that kind of frown on their child being in the industry, but they don't realize that, you know, they see the broke person and they see Blake Shelton, but they don't realize there's a lot of people in between that are making a really great income for themselves that you'll never hear from. Exactly. Absolutely. It's like kind of like the minor leagues versus the major leagues. Like in the minor leagues, you're working hard and, and you're there and you're so close to getting to the major leagues. Um, very similar thing, but you're right. A lot of people, especially these days, uh, with streaming like people have had such a good platform in social media to be able to sell out their own shows without being on radio and i think cody johnson was the first one to sell out an arena as an independent artist and oh, wow. mm -hmm. um i mean that's just unheard of like he you know just yeah. people have a lot more opportunity these days which i think is really awesome but it's it's really really hard too so tell us about you've had some challenges early on in life that almost derailed all this tell us about that yeah, uh, 10 years old, I was diagnosed with Tourette syndrome, OCD, and severe social anxiety. And 
I mean, obviously all of it was very challenging, but thinking mm -hmm. about now, like how far I've come with yeah. all of it, but specifically the social anxiety, just because I would not get up in front of anyone and sing. Even though <laughs> I would love to do I remember literally. You kind of have to do that. Yeah, it kind of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I remember running out of recitals and because I've always been such a dreamer, I was really hard on myself at being like, why am I running out of these recitals when this is what I want to do? Like, I can't figure yeah. it out. This is the my biggest fear in the world, but it's also the number one thing that I just feel like I'm led to do. And this is what I want. So, um, I mean, even still, like, I, I'm not never going to say I'm 100% over anxiety. Like, I, I can still get it in. <laughs> In crowds, but that's why I like being on stage because I'm not like in the crowd. We're not in the crowd. Yeah. I get claustrophobic too, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it was a huge struggle. I remember when I started college, I promised I would never do public speaking in college, <laughs> and then I and then I just enrolled myself in a public speaking class because I'm like, I gotta get over this. So. <laughs> Wow. Well, what's funny is back in high school, I actually took F's when if you had to give an oral book report, because I was not going to stand up in front of yeah. a crowd and read. Just yeah. was not going to do that. And so my English teacher would die if she knew what we did today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, same. I never even gave speeches in high school. I remember I had so many incredible teachers in high school who knew about everything I went through and they were so good about it. And so we, we would figure out other things. Like I remember one of my teachers, I gave a speech to him just like with me and whoever my speech partner was or whatever after class. So like he didn't uh, yeah. class. And then another one was like, Hey, how about you? I remember there's a group project and she was like, you can split up projects. Like you can do an extra writing project and she'll do your speaking part. And so they really worked with me, but by my senior year, I really wanted to push myself to be able mm -hmm. to go through that. And honestly, if they would have made me do those speeches in class, I don't know that I would have wanted to do it myself. Like it, it was, it's just the way they were so gracious about it. I, wow. I just couldn't imagine if they weren't. I'm, so blessed with such good teachers. <laughs> awesome. Oh, you know, we awesome. talked a lot about the sacrifice and the struggles of the industry. Now let's flip the script and go the other way. What? Tell us a few wow moments you've had so far. Oh my gosh. There, okay. So <laughs> this was one of my first like meetings with my record label after signing a deal. I just remember being, I, again, sounds so simple, but I just remember being on a Zoom call because everything was over Zoom and they were saying, hey, you should post a video of whatever it was. And I, it takes me hours to edit a bunch of videos and put together like video collages. And I remember someone mm -hmm. was like, all right, well, I'll get that done and I'll get it back to you in a couple hours. And I was like, <laughs> I don't have to do this video. Like I have someone doing this for me. I'm like, I made it. <laughs> There's just little, little moments like that that will just hit me because everything happens so fast that you don't really have a chance to just take a step back and be like, I just signed a record deal. I'm releasing an EP. What is going on with my life? Like it just happens in chronological order. And so I will have little moments like that, that I'm just like, Whoa, I have a manager. Oh my gosh. I, you know, just random things like that. 
And, you know, speaking of teams, when, when you have a team like that, it makes things so much easier. It does. And, you know, the teams never get any love. But on our show, as you know, they get some love. So tell us a little bit about the team that helps you be who you are. Oh, I have the best team. If I was doing this by myself, I would not have this interview right now, first of all. <laughs> I would not know what I I would not know what to do. They are so helpful. And also, even with just the stuff that's like, I'm having a freak out moment. Can you help me out here? And they're just like, hey, this, this, is, this is normal. It Don't worry about it. Slow and steady wins the race. You know, that kind of stuff too. So even just yeah. Yeah. the team, it's so, so helpful. Um, but just, I wouldn't know what to do with releasing an EP and releasing songs. I would just probably throw them out there without having like a rollout plan of when to release. So, I mean, just things that... Most people don't even think about. I'm like, wow, if I, I just I can't imagine if I had to do this all by myself. Wow. I definitely mm-hmm. love it. Speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, our little 10-year-old. We bring on, ask a few questions. So Sandy's yes, going to go get him. I'll get him. <clears throat> so while she's getting him, tell us what's kind of next for you after the release of all this. Well, I have a, so I release it on September 30th, and then on October 6th, we're having a release party uh, in Nashville, so I'm very excited for that. And we're going to be in Nashville. Yes, on, on that, October 6th, you guys should come. Because our our 20th anniversary is October 5th. Oh um, my gosh. So, so we're going to spend from the 2nd to the 9th You'll the, in Nashville. You can stop by. Send us an invite. Yeah. Tell your team to send us an invite through email, and I will come. I'll send you the details and it, it, I believe it's open to public as well. So that I'll, I'll be posting about that. Um, but there's a lot that I'm just like going to let play out and see what happens, but we're talking radio tour. We don't have dates wow. for that or anything yet, but that's kind of what we've been talking about. And I'm already writing for my next project too. So I'm sure recording will come at some point early next year. So I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm so excited for this project. I'm just, I can't wait. <clears throat> so a lot's happening. It's, you know, it seems like a little takeoff right now, ain't it? Yes. Oh yeah, it does. And it, I just need to just like every morning, just sit <laughs> and enjoy it and realize what's happening because it's just every day is just so fast to do lists, get the things done. And I just, I want to be more present. With it. That's, that's and TikTok kind of took you off, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it did. Is that yeah. not crazy? Oh my gosh. I, I still think about it today and it's, yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Hello, Chris. Hey, I had your bars. So what's your favorite food? What is my favorite food? Yes. Yeah. Probably pizza. Pepperoni pizza. Because what's yours? Mine is pizza. <laughs> pizza? Yes. Pizza's great. We had pizza last night, matter of fact. Ooh, yum. Yes. <laughs> oh, you said, what's your TV show? Hmm. I, I really love This Is Us. It's probably my favorite TV show. I'm really sad that it's over now, but I think that's probably one of my favorite. What's yours? Mine is Spongebob. Yes. I watched that growing up. Love Spongebob too. Every child I think watches that. Yeah. It'll, it'll probably be on a hundred years from now still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your, what's your favorite movie? Grease. I really love Greece. Wow. And oh my goodness, the news about Olivia Newton John this year, just heartbroken about it. But Greece has always been my favorite movie. And yours? 
Are, my favorite movie is Minions. You know, I haven't even seen that yet. I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah, he loves all the Despicable Me's and the Minions. Oh. We just saw the Minions 2. In fact, we were in Nashville in August, and we went to the movie theater to see Minions 2. I'm going to have to catch up. <laughs> <coughs> Bye, thanks. Bye, thank you. Right. Yeah, he's still been on almost every episode. It's been really I cool to have him on. That's so awesome. And like I said, you know, I think when last time you were on, he asked, I think, one question uh -huh. then, and now he gets three questions. Yeah. So. Good, good. Maybe next time it'll be five. <laughs> <laughs> they don't take over our show. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> then I can step aside and have it yeah. still be the Chris and Sandy show. It'll be Chris and, it'll be little Chris and Sandy. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> <clears throat> so if you could co-write with any artist, who would it be? So I, oh gosh. Can I say two? Yeah. Sure. I would love to write and do a duet with Dirk Bentley I'd and Capaldi. So Dirk Bentley is, you know, in the in the country world, obviously, and we're both from Arizona. We're both big into aviation. He's a pilot. My dad's a pilot. My uncle's a pilot. I have cousins who are pilots. Like my grandfather's just my whole family are pilots. I'm an aviation nut. I love airplanes. So I don't know, something cool around like an airplane, Arizona song oh, wow. or something. Um, and then Louis Capaldi is just my favorite male vocalist in the pop world. And I, I actually wrote a song that I had him in mind and doing the duet on. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we'll see. I would love to collaborate with both of them. <laughs> so if you could bring back any artist who's passed on to spend one day with you, who would it be and what question would you want to ask them? Oh my gosh. Honestly, maybe Elvis. Elvis was my ah. grandma's favorite. And, mm -hmm. she, and my grandma, oh, this is so cool. My grandma's 104 years old. And mm -hmm. she got to go to an Elvis concert in Vegas. And I'm just blown away. Like, he is such an icon. I don't even know what question I would ask. I, probably ask him if I can come up and sing with him. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be the whole thing. Bring If you're going to bring him back, you know, let's go yeah. all out. Right? Uh, I mean, there are so many questions I would want to ask him. Like, I don't even know where I would start, but I would, oh, it would just be so cool to see him. <laughs> so what's a song you've heard that you wish you wrote? So um, it's called, it's by Ryan Griffin. It's called, I would have left me too. Mm -hmm. uh, the production yeah. and the lyrics mm -hmm. are so good and I remember listening to that song like going through those up too and I'm like oh gosh this is so good I wish the guy would sing this about me <laughs> so um it, it's just such a good song I just remember for some reason that is one that is just always stuck with me I'm like wow I wish I wrote this <clears throat> so where do you want to be in five years I want to be doing the same thing, writing songs, performing them. I hope I'm doing it at a level where people are coming to pay at arenas, to <laughs> shows, you know, I, I just, I essentially want to be doing the same thing, just at a bigger level. Definitely love that. Yeah. So let's look deeper down the road and let's say that's 15 years down the road, you're a success on a grand scale, whatever that looks like for you, you made it. What do you hope you never forget along that journey? Well, I never want to forget where I came from. 
or who I am or especially like my relationship with God and my morals and, and everything like that. So um, I feel like I'll stay pretty grounded. I'm praying about it every day, but um, I just never want to forget. Like, honestly, even the first song that took me, uh, that took off in my career is about my dad and it's a family song. So just like, that is who I am. That is where I came from. I came from such an incredible family and support system. Like there is no amount of things or money or Grammys or anything that can ever top my family. So like that, I just always want that to be number one. Awesome. And what are some things that inspire you? Oh goodness. So I love to be active. So like outdoors and sunshine inspire yeah. me. Going to concerts and watching, uh, whether it's my friends or people I really admire, like Dirk Bentley or Shania Twain or whoever it may be, um, going to concerts is really motivating and inspires me. And then um, just being able to be vulnerable is really scary for me, but it's inspiring to watch my friends do it and write songs about it. Um, and it's helped me be able to like, come out of my shell a little bit. So writing songs about real places that I've been in is also just like, I don't know. It's, it's weird because it's inspiring, even though like it's, it's a process that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And what would you like for your legacy to be as an artist? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? I hope people can always feel a sense of like, reality in me and i hope people can feel god's presence through me um just being genuine like I, I just hope to always come across as genuine because that's i try to be that every time i can i love that if you could say anything to your fans and followers what would you want to tell them first of all Thank you so much for streaming my music. And one of the coolest things ever for me is people dancing to half a man at their weddings. Like, oh, go and spread the cool. word <laughs> and mm -hmm. tag me in it. Send me all the videos. It's just, it will never get old. Wow. Wow. Love that. And what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Ooh, that I've ever been given? Um, Probably to... I think I kind of mentioned it earlier, but like stay in your own lane, meaning there is one path for you that is different for um, than anybody else's. So just like being able to not compare your talents to other people's because you can't imagine if everyone was Carrie Underwood or everyone was Dirk Bentley, like there would be no variety. Mm -hmm. So um, being really grateful for my talents and the things I can and can't do, like being grateful for other people who can do things I can't do because mm -hmm. it's just, it's fun to be able to sit back and admire other people's talents. And I, I there are so many variety of different artists that I love. And I'm like, I, I love to pull from elements of all of them. And I couldn't imagine if they were all the same, you know? So I'm, I'm trying to right. really, um, trying to really take that advice and just as, as best as I can try to just be grateful for my talents. So as we close out, um, we kind of flip her question a little bit. Um, what advice would you give the person that wants to be do what you do? Very similar thing. Cliche, I know. But also, I am such a big fan of just like 
honesty and reality. And I, I don't love the highlight reel, even though social media like portrays that, but I'm just such a big fan of just like, be genuinely you. Um, no one else can be you. Mm -hmm. And that when you really think about it, that's a really cool thing. Um, so I would, I would say that. And, uh, just if you want to be in the music industry, don't let anyone tell you that you can't like, I, I believe if you can be convinced to not do music, then you're not meant to do music. If no one can convince you to wow. quit, then, mm -hmm. then you better do it until you're not breathing anymore. <laughs> And I love that because I remember we interviewed years ago, Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls. Yeah. And I remember she was talking about advice. And I remember um, she said that um, if you if you can do anything else and be yeah. happy, yeah. go do that and just keep yeah. music as a hobby. She Absolutely. goes, because it takes everything from you mentally. It takes your right. body, you know, so much on your body. It, it just takes so much from your life such a toll. that if yeah. you're not all in, you're not going to make it anyway. And the only way to be all in is if you surrender everything else. And she, yeah. so she was like, if your heart can be happy doing anything else, then go do that. But if not, Absolutely. then be yeah. all in completely agree. I don't have a plan B, so let's hope it works. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell everybody how they can find you. I am on social media, on TikTok and Instagram at Jennifer Hart, uh, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, is that all social media? I'm on Be Real now. And then of course, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your music, it's available there. You know, we really enjoyed having we you on did. today and we definitely look yeah. forward to having you back down the road. And like I said, we'd love to come to your release party. Please do. I'll oh. send you the info. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. All right. oh, you thanks have a great for your day. time today. Of course. Have a good one. You too. Bye. The recording is off. 